Passholder Lounge is open once again, and I am so excited to welcome you in. Hello! It's Justin Monorail back again for another week of the Passholder Lounge podcast. I'm so glad you are back with me for episode number eight, part two of the epic Lewis and Val two-part extravaganza, the exciting conclusion, and you're here for it. But you know what? I have some business before we get into that. First things first, we got another review on the old Apple podcast, and I want to give a shout out to that person, as is my mandate. This week, the review comes from Chicago Paul 76 He gave us five stars. He said, USDA recommends PHL as part of a well-balanced... Dot, dot, dot. Begin the week with Landon, throw in some steppers, then round it out with Justin. And to counteract that review, more steppers! Everybody wants more steppers. It is part of your balanced diet, and it's part of a well-balanced streaming schedule during the week. Thank you so much, Chicago Paul 76 Really appreciate you, and I appreciate all of you for being here. I really do. I want to remind you, because I didn't do it last week, I do have a Twitter. You can interact with me on there. It's at the PHL pod, at T-H-E-P-H-L-P-O-D, all one word. You can also send me an email, passholderloungepod at gmail.com, in case you want to send me your thoughts and prayers, condolences for my 40th birthday, which if I hadn't told you yet, that is today. Did I tell you that? I just now told you that. I told you that last week. I I can't stop talking about it. I promise I will after this week. If you're listening today, on the, the day this show comes out, it's my birthday. Happy birthday to me, and happy birthday to you. My gift to you is episode eight of the Passholder Lounge podcast. Get in here, grab a drink, grab a comfy seat. This is the podcast that sets the bar and then hits the bar, and we're doing it right now. Lewis and Val, episode eight. Let's do it. Lewis, um, what's your record on the Tennessee tornado of rides in a day? 52. That is mind-blowing. 52. And when did you set that record? Uh, it's probably five or six years ago. It's been a wow. while. Wow. I So the Tennessee tornado, it's not like the most intense coaster that you're ever going to go on, but it's going to turn you upside down a few times. I mean, it's one of those that I probably couldn't do more than oh if i did it twice back to back i think i'd have to take a seat it's three inversions and a twist three inversions lewis is superhuman if you if you aren't already aware of this he does not get motion sick and numb is the word you're looking for (laughs) (laughs) and that's just i don't know that i i envy that honestly i mean i felt like i was sort of like i had an iron constitution when i was younger i could do these things all day long I thought it was funny that people got motion sick on things. And now here I am exactly. I'm getting the payback for the fact that I used to laugh at people who got motion sick. And now these kinds of things get me. I, I will say I've heard people have struggled on cosmic rewind at Epcot. It it did not make me motion sick. Oh, I'm glad to hear that. So, but I was in the very front car and I and I have heard that does make a difference. Okay. If if you're in the front car, it's a little better. So I don't know if you if they'll take requests, but you should try, okay. um, for sure. Because I think other people haven't done so well. Our, I know our friend Skipper Bob had an issue with it, and um, I think Jen struggled with it yeah. as well. So oh, yeah. I felt every minute of her description because I've had that happen more than once, unfortunately, with my vertigo, and yeah. so. Um, I'm nervous that I'm going to have to, I'm going to give it at least one shot. He may have to, I, I have had to be taken out of the parks 
I'm vertically several times, so it's worth it to me to give it a shot. I'll 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 go out that way if I have to. <laughs> I am so freaking sad I did not get a picture of her laying in front of Hollywood Studios on the ground, flat vertical, and a dude was coming up to her with a broken down toy saying, This is how you be. <laughs> We had done Smuggler's Run, which I typically do not have a problem with. I, yeah. I had a back injury and we, we about decided we think that that had something to do with it. And as we as I was walking through the park, I told him, I was like, I'm not feeling great. Things are starting to spin a little. I think maybe I need to go back to the resort. Yeah. So he was going to drive me back to the resort. And, you know, I, I tried to sit for a minute and then I was like, okay, I think we need to hurry. And so we, we headed towards the gate and I got through the turnstile and I just saw Sky. Oh my gosh. And, um, you know, a cast member came running over and Lewis was going to try to go get a wheelchair to get me the rest of the way to the car. But once you hit the ground at Disney, <laughs> you can't leave. It's a different thing. Yeah. Um, now it's so, an incident. Now it's an incident. And so the cast members are trying to, to get help and, this very kind man stopped to talk to me to try to distract me because he was like, are you, you know, are you okay? You know, and everything's spinning. And he saw my figment band. I was wearing my figment magic band. And he said, Oh, do you like figment? And he pulls a huge stuffed figment out of a shopping bag Mm -hmm. that had a broken neck. Oh no. He had bought it and they had gotten damaged somehow on an attraction. And he was like, I'm sorry. He's kind of sad. But, oh, so no. I'm spinning and I'm looking at this figment that's neck is like totally torqued and twisted. And I'm like <laughs> trying to figure out what I'm looking at and everything's going in circles. And then they come to take me to the, you know, first aid to the, to the area. And so, wow. But it was, yeah, it was. And, I can, and can you believe Lewis didn't stop to take pictures? I mean, I, um, I would have thought I, I figured the whole thing would be on video. Bad. That, yeah, that maybe should have been a video. <laughs> I will say this whole once you've fallen down thing, they don't they don't necessarily let you get away does not include the parking lot. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was running back to my car to get um, out of the place to get the um get the I car. Think this is, back a, this is a different trip because of the resi- rise of the resistance. Yeah. And we had gotten a, a ticket and I had just enough time and I was running I was shuffling through the parking lot and I take a header. Face in the oh, ground, my big old bruise. You were there. You yeah. saw it. Yeah. Broke my glasses. <laughs> Ended up going to the, do- to the doctor, but the people there were like going, you okay? You need, a- you need help? <laughs> no, it's okay. Inside the gate and outside the gate are two different Two different, two different worlds, yeah. There's my car somewhere over here, I think. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, well, I do understand Smuggler's Run doing that to you. I mean, it being a sort of a motion attraction the way that it is um, can really kind of mess with you, but. And I've done it since and I'm fine. I think, like I said, we, we about decided it was just because of my back on yeah. that trip, but, but yeah, I'm nervous about, about guardians, but I, I want to do it so much. So it's, it's yeah. worth the shot to me, I think. I'm not going to, I'm no doctor. I'm not going to give you any kind of medical <laughs> advice. The only thing I can say and maybe the maybe I shouldn't even say this, but I will say I feel like Guardians is it's in the running with Rise, in my opinion, to be my favorite Walt Disney World attraction, modern Walt Disney World attraction. It's, really? it's yeah. just, but but a lot of it, 
I will say this too. It has an amazing pre-show and they've done such a good job with their like recent, like the, the, I think the rise pre-show, well, where does the pre-show end and the ride begin? Who knows um, with rise, but like the pre-show for guardians before you board the, the vehicle is just, there's some pretty cool effects. It's like, it's worth, it's worth waiting in line to get through the pre-show. Even if the ride makes you a little, if it activates the vertigo or makes you a little sick or whatever it may be, um, it, it's worth it to experience it once. I hope it hasn't been spoiled for you. Uh, no, I really haven't. Cause I like to be surprised. So I've not watched a POV or anything with it. That's good. I, because I, I like that. Yeah. I went, I went into the, I went into the ride, uh, mostly cold. Like I, I, I knew a little bit about what the ride experience was going to be like, but the pre-show blew my mind. I knew nothing. So it was really good. It was well, I have good. to say when we went to Disneyland, I, I, you know, I love tower terror. It, mm-hmm. it, it, um, Hollywood Studios. It's one of my favorite attractions. And so when we went to Disneyland, I was kind of going, they've changed it to Guardians. I just, I love Tower of Terror. I just don't know about this, but it was actually the first thing we ended up riding when we went. That was the first place we went to. And I cannot get over how much I loved it. There was something, because I love Guardians of the Galaxy so much in general. And then with the music and just the difference in the way they themed it. I just thought it was incredible. And so I'm excited about this because yeah. I, I love them so much. So it's just fun. Yeah. The guardians are fun. Tower of terror is not fun. Tower of terror is, is a, Oh, I think the tower of terror is fun. Tower of terror is fun. I think it was more of an experience, right? I mean, the music's not fun. The story's not fun. The room isn't oh, fun. I think the story is obviously fun. being dropped is fun. I'm, <laughs> I don't know. Like I, yeah, I guess it's like a different, a perspective yeah. because difference of perspective, because I, I think the whole spooky aura and, and all that, I think that's fun. That's fun you. to me. Yeah. Well, what I mean, now, I will fun. say the music makes a huge difference just in the drops. There's something about that music playing yeah. at guardians oh. when, when you're dropping that, that it, it does the add a, it, it adds a little bit to the drop. I don't, yeah. I, I'm sure there's a medical reason for that, but it's yeah. just, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a, yeah, I, I think so. Mm-hmm. Cause it just changes the whole atmosphere, the whole tone of the ride. Well, it's yeah. like a party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I would say how Hollywood, I don't know how the Haunted Mansion is fun. Like that, the singing and the goofiness and the fun. But Tower of Terror is like you're, they're trying to tear you. They're trying to get you scared. I know, but for some people, in that's a nice fun. sort of way. <laughs> yeah. I like that. It's enjoyable. I'm not. Yeah. As long no, as I know somebody's not going to touch me, I'm good. I like yeah. to be scared. Yeah, right. Um, Other yeah. than the very long time it takes to get from the front door to the actual ride, well, <laughs> Tower of Terror is one of the greatest. Oh, it's good. It's good. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the way it moves. The car moving that they don't have that at Disneyland, right? You know, just going up and down. So it it that that moving around that I I scared her to death on that the first time we rode it. So much she didn't ride it for several years left. <laughs> I was like, here we go. No, we're, we're just moving. He did that to me though the first time I rode Splash Mountain. Too my our daughter would not ride Splash Mountain the first couple of years we went. Yeah, and so she was terrified of it, and so I stayed with her. And didn't didn't ride. They, uh, you know, she was she was too old. wasn't like child swap kind of thing. She was too old, but she was just terrified of it. 
so then the very, I can remember the very first time we wrote it and I was nervous because I'd never written it before. And the whole time he's like going, okay, it's, you know, all those little dark drops that they have. Here we go. He's like, okay, here we go. And I'll be like, oh! and then it would be that. Yeah. He loved doing it. So. Mind you, she did the same thing to people on yeah. pirate. I, I do it now. So. So. <laughs> Lewis, I have to ask you a question. Speaking of log flumes and drops, have you ever ridden Ripside, Riptide, Ripsaw, Ripsaw Falls, Ripsaw Falls? at it's been at least 10 years. Okay. I've never ridden it. And I, I wanted to, a comparison with that and Splash Mountain. Um, I don't know if, if, if it's been too long for you to give a good comparison, but in terms of fun, thrills, like I, are they comparable? I just remember the seat being the last time I tried the seat being too uncomfortable and having to get out and oh, okay. walk away. <laughs> okay. I mean, I know Frank rode it the last time he was down. I actually was going to ride it. I, Frank did only, not seem happy about that ride. Let's no. <laughs> the only water ride I've done at Islands of Adventure is uh, the Jurassic Park River Adventure. I haven't done anything else. So I feel like someday I'm just going to have to go in my swim trunks and like some water shoes. I'll take my Crocs and um, and just do them all. I'll do the Popeyes, Bilge Rat Barges. I'll do the Ripsaw Falls. I'll do all that stuff and just get drenched and I'll be fine with it. Um it's been so hot these last few weekends. I should have done it already. I really wanted to take Val next trip, but their single day tickets are mind numbing. Mm. And to get a pass, like like their their skip the line passes. Yeah, the, another yeah, mind numbing fee, right? It would be like three hundred dollars a person. Yeah, it's it's basically to do the express. It's like paying for another ticket. Yeah. Which wouldn't be so bad, except for there are going to be so few things that I can experience because I can't flip upside down. Mm-hmm. And so that that limits my ability to really oh. be able to get, you know, the money's worth out of a ticket. So yeah. he's, yeah. Forget flipping upside down. They spin you around on every single yeah. ride. There's a lot of screens. There's a lot of spinning. Yeah, I think I think it would be, you would have a difficult time finding much to ride, I think, especially at Islands, but it, yet. Universal Studios too, but because I could do some things like Ratatouille did not bother me at all. Like I didn't have, but I don't think I could have done it more than one time. If I tried to do it the second time, I think it would have made me dizzy. And the idea of doing several attractions like that in a row would probably yeah. be hard for me to be able to do. I so, and there are way more than that. They're all like washing machines to me. <laughs> yeah. Do you do you have to put on 3D glasses for Ratatouille? I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Yes, do. you do. Okay. okay. I've only done it once. Now that they, since they haven't been doing the boarding groups for Ratatouille, I, the line's been greater than 45 minutes. And I have to say, I've gotten even worse now. I think my breaking point's about 20 minutes for a line. <laughs> if it's more than that, I'm like, nah. <laughs> we can understand that for sure. Yeah. Do you ever Genie Plus or? Uh, only once. I did, I did that with Rob one time at Magic Kingdom just to try it out. And, um, we did okay. We ended up, I think we got four or five lightning lanes that day. But I I really struggle with the whole individual lightning lane thing. I just, the, I think the only way, and actually I recently got a survey from Disney. They haven't been sending me surveys recently, and I think it's because I keep telling, it doesn't matter if they send me a survey about Animal Kingdom, Magic Kingdom, whatever it is, I complain about the barges at Epcot at some point. <laughs> Um, I do it. I do it every time when, if there's a free form box and they're like, can you tell us what you enjoyed about Satuli canteen? I'm like, well, the fact that I didn't have to look at Epcot barges was good. 
Um, <laughs> I do it. I, so I, I really think somehow I got blacklisted. I didn't got a Disney survey in a long time, um, but I got one and um, they, they were asking me about, uh, um, oh my gosh, I lost my train of thought because of barges. What was it? Individual lightning lane. Lightning lane. They were asking me about would I ever use Genie Plus. And I said, I, I was like, I don't think that I'll ever pay for it again. <laughs> the, the only way that I could imagine doing it is if someone was coming into town that never gets to come to Disney and I wanted to spend the day doing what they were doing, maybe I would do it. But for me personally, I think it doesn't make sense to do it. Um, sometimes you'll see the lightning lane lines are really long for certain things um the individual lightning lanes i don't want to pay extra money for that and then the in my opinion the genie suggestions are not good if you try to let it make your itinerary for you yeah. no it you'll tell it i specifically don't want to do these things it's like well but what if you did do those things and it's like one of the suggestions that we got when we were at magic kingdom was Go to Liberty Square and stand and listen to this audio file for 10 minutes. It's like, um, no thanks. So anyway, no, I have nothing good to say about Gene. <laughs> I actually would pay for and probably will pay for Guardians. Yeah. I mean, um, sure. Rise of the Resistance, maybe. It's, it's kind of worth an upcharge. And I consider once you step through the door and you get into the where with the ray, that's not pre-show. That to me, that's as good as a show. Yeah. And then the the ship that you go. Oh, with, oh I have nothing. I have no complaints about Rise of the Resistance at all. No. I I I'm just spoiled because before they ever went to the individual lightning lane thing, I got to do Rise of the Resistance ten times probably. You know. Yeah. So, so now it's just like. Well, why would I pay for that? I mean, I'm hoping at some point Disney relents on this because I think they are getting hammered by guest uh, experience surveys about about Genie and Lightning Lane. I don't think people generally like it. I think with the pre-pandemic, as often as we would go to the parks, we you know we we weren't as if if I missed an attraction for a trip. It wasn't a huge deal for us because we knew we would be back in a couple months yeah. because we were going, you know, four times a year. And so it was like, if we miss, you know, if I miss Tower of Terror, I didn't want to, but if I did, it's okay. I'll, you know, we'll yeah. do it next time. Yeah. Now, because of pandemic, because of family issues and health and things that have been happening, we're not, we haven't been going as much the last few years. So now in my head, there's a, I don't want to miss anything yeah. like so I think that's where we lean more towards, okay, well, then we're definitely probably going to do this because yeah. I, I don't want to miss Guardians. I don't want to miss, you know, Ratatouille. I don't want to miss these attractions because, you know, it's probably going to be a little longer before we go back again because of everything else that's been going on in our world. So I think that changes it. If we lived yeah. there, I would be totally Oh yeah, on, on that, Justin. I would be like, yeah, no, there's no point. I can go anytime. I can. I'll find another time to go. I absolutely do not judge anyone who uses it, um, and I don't mean to give that impression. I just, oh, no. I, I, I really, I think what it is is, especially if you experience the park, even even if you go back to just like the individual printed fast pass tickets, what you're getting, like, how can they tell you they're delivering more value? 
with this Genie Plus app that you have to pay for than they than you used to get when even with the fat pay like the individual Fast Pass tickets. Like it's just mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense. I, I I mean it bothers me because I feel like they're just finding ways to nickel and dime people and make it a more um, get what you pay for sort of experience where it used to be a little more even for everybody. If you got in the park, everybody got the same, relatively the same experience. And it's not like that anymore. Mm-hmm. And I, and I think it's going to keep going the wrong direction is my fear, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Well, the yeah. thing is, how do you, how do you feel about the express pass though? At, at universal? Price? Yeah. Well, is it, is it good enough or is the Disney thing too cheap? So it's so cheap that it's not worth it. The Express Pass is... Mm, I know it's a lot more expensive. However, if you pay for that, you are going to get to do everything you want to do that day. Like, no doubt. If, if, you, if you buy that Express Pass, then you have guaranteed yourself you're going to get to ride everything you want to ride more than, as many times as you want if you paid for it that day. Um, and I think you, you can definitely get your value because it, because if you can, can compare the two, right. So think about like, say you only go to universal once every few years versus going to only going to Disney once every few years at, at universal. Yeah. Okay. You're paying a premium or you're staying at maybe a resort that includes the express pass, which is an right. option. Um, at Disney, you got to pay for this Genie Plus and the individual Lightning Lanes. If you do all that in a single park, you know what are you paying like forty five, fifty bucks? Let's say, um, but you may not even be guaranteeing that you're going to get to do everything you want to do. That's the part that kills me. Is yeah. the no guarantee? It's it's sort of like Lewis and I've been having a lot of this conversation because I I used to play the uh, well I still do play the Disney Magic Kingdoms game and you have those pay to play mm-hmm. games and I said. If I knew that I was guaranteed to be able to get a character to do something, I would pay to play easy because then I would, okay, I would get that character to play and it would be fine. But when I'm paying for a chance to possibly get a character, to me, that's very different because then I could pay all this money and still not get anything for it. And so it's that same kind of thing. If I knew that I could have, you know, the de- the experience, then yeah, I have no problem paying for that because then yeah. I know I'm paying for what I'm getting. But yeah, that's the scary part is that I could get this and still not be able to ride the attraction. And that's- see, I think some of that's the perception that because we're paying for it, it should be better, but it's not better. It's no better than it was before. Yeah. But then if you compare it to other parks, you know, it's just better than – like even Dollywood's passes in the sixties, seventy dollar yeah. range. And I think Six Flags is expensive if you do their like jump the line thing. Um I think SeaWorld's probably a value they but they're trying to find ways to bring people into the parks. Dollywood's so. has gotten more expensive over the last couple of years than it was when we first started going. Mm. Back when it used to be the price that that Genie Plus is, I would buy it. Yeah. quite often mm-hmm. and they had a system that i wish disney had where you, you're it's a virtual place in line oh so yeah as soon as you get off you can make yourself a new a new reservation to the next place and then just mosey there that would be perfect then yeah. you can do any rides you want and you're not having to like get a slot six hours later or something right which yeah. is weird <laughs> And back in the good old days when you could you could get a fast pass and not use it till the end of the day, mm-hmm. that wouldn't be so bad either because we would have, you know, 10 
fast passes banked up for the day. Buddy. We knew how to work the paper fast passes. <laughs> buddy, I'm telling you, we had the system down. We could ride Toy Story Mania 15, 20 times in a day nice. and not have to wait more than, you know, five, 10 minutes each time, which is probably the reason why they're not doing that kind of thing anymore. But we knew, we knew how to work that system. I ran for those passes. We had it timed <laughs> out for the day. We knew what we were going to get to do. So yeah, um, it we're was, we were following the rules. We were following. That's right. Yes. No, it wasn't a cheat, but it felt almost like it because like I said, we could, you know, you could, if you worked it right, you could get the, the maximum number of, because for Lewis and I, it's how many times can we ride a ride in a day? Sure. Like, it's a, yeah. it's a challenge. I love Toy Story Mania. <laughs> it's, I really like it now, but it's, it's a lot harder to do these days. But I really like that ride. That's just the most fun. I really we, would like to get good at it. There ought to be we, like a time where you could just buy a pass. Let me tell you how often we rode it. We don't live in Florida. You know, we live in Tennessee. The cast members at Toy Story Mania knew us <laughs> every time we went. They remembered us from like the two months before when we were there. So it's not like we were there every day, but they knew who we were. They knew our names. We used That's to get impressive. a couple extra rides that way too. Cause <laughs> they'd be like, Oh look, you're back. Stay on. We'll go one more time around. So yeah, that's how much we wrote it. Do you have any cast members who recognize you a lot? I'll answer that right after I go to the restroom. Give me two seconds. I have to go. I'll be right back. <laughs> oh, so and you'll get to hear what we talked about uh, when you. That's right. Um, you may have to provide some chocolate cake. I'm just saying. <laughs> chocolate cake. I think the only place I've ever really been recognized for being a regular is Nomad Lounge. To be honest, <laughs> that's a good place to be recognized. Yeah, I've had. I mean, of course, when Aaron was still there, I, I would see him all the time, and so he knew who I was. But there have been a couple other servers or bartenders at Nomad Lounge that. Uh, I've been there enough that they they recognize me. Otherwise, I you know probably not on a, on any individual ride or attraction. No, it's it's hard for the attractions to get to know the cast members as well because of the rotation. The way they have yeah. to rotate every twenty minutes, or they how they used to. I'm not sure how they do it now, but they used to have to rotate their spots every twenty minutes. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, you may not necessarily see the same person. You know, if you're riding multiple times like we used to, like I said, we we would someone always recognized him at Everest, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then Toy Story. And that was probably the only two places that we really were recognized on a regular basis. Yeah. And some of the people at Everest still recognize me. Yeah. That's impressive. When I see them. I think I think one person probably has left because I haven't seen them in a long time. But yeah, I think they got your picture hanging up, Lewis, at Everest. <laughs> They do at Tennessee Tornado, but <laughs> Everest they 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 don't they don't seem to know how many times people have ridden. They don't know the Tennessee Tornado. He officially has the record, but Everest they're still not sure. They kind of go, well, we don't know. I feel like they should give give out a T-shirt or something <laughs> for the record holder. <laughs> They should. I don't think they want to encourage people to ride. Well, why not? What that many times though? I don't know. I would. <laughs> it's not hurting them. They're just, you know, <laughs> person has to get back in line just like everybody else. If they can get 53 in in a day, I don't know how someone would do such a thing, but <laughs> was this a day where there was like extended park hours or was it just a normal day? Just a normal it's, slow day. 
I can't remember. I thought it was. I thought we did have early. The early didn't have early. It wasn't day. either. It was just a regular old. It day. was just a back slow to, day. Before the extended hours. Yeah. Oh, okay. I can't remember. It's been so long now. I remember the day, but it's just been a long time. If there was any ride that I could ride over and over again to the point of being recognized, I imagine it would be something like Haunted Mansion for me. I would. He has tried to get me to do, because Haunted Mansion is my favorite attraction, and he has tried to get me to do a record for Haunted Mansion. But the problem was that about the time he got the record on Everest and started, you know, trying to encourage me to do it was when they changed to fast pass plus mm. and suddenly the wait time for haunted mansion went from usually being five or 10 minutes. And it pretty much being that steadily through the day, except for when there were the parade mm-hmm. you know, times to suddenly there was always a 20 to 25 minute wait, if not 40. Yeah. And we knew we just, I, I just didn't think I could do the line for 40 minutes. Like even if I could make a maximum number of rides, having to stand and wait in line for 20 to 40 minutes over and over again, yeah. I was like, ah, I just don't know that my back can handle that. So, um, so that we, we weird. when they, when they went to fast pass plus yeah. that the great movie ride, there was just some rides that became like long, long waits. Yeah. And they didn't get better. I mean, the great movie ride was good, but. No, but do you think that it was because there were other rides that people were locking in their fast pass plus for, and they were like, I don't necessarily need one for haunted mansion. I'll just go stand in line for that. So it was like shifting the lines to these sorts of rides. And then people would just use fast pass for some of the other things, yeah. you know? I, th- I think so. And I think it, it, it made people look at attractions maybe that they hadn't paid attention to before because they were, they were there on that list yeah. for them to look at. And so I feel like that that might be yeah. a little bit about it. That also too. with Haunted Mansion, it, it, the line always looked long, even when it wasn't. Mm. And so I don't know if somehow the fast pass made people more willing to, to try it. I don't, I don't know. I, it was a weird phenomenon that we could not quite, ever figure out why it happened the way that it did. Yeah. Um, The pandemic was not helpful to perception either. Cause there were some times when those lines were so long, you were like, this is ridiculous. It can't be, this must be a seven hour line and it'd be posted 30 minutes and it would take 20 minutes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. When they were, yeah. Especially when people were, they, they had the, the markers for where you needed to stand in the queue and it was, you were lined up down towards Country Bear Jamboree for Haunted Mansion. Mm-hmm. That was insane. Right. But you'd, yeah. you'd, you'd be like a, a run. There'd be times I couldn't keep up with the line. Yeah. I mean, it, was it would moving move. so fast. It would move. Yeah. It was weird walking through the stretching room. That was such a weird yeah. time. Yeah. I miss that because that's one of my favorite parts. So I, I like You got to say, the one thing Disney does better than any park I've ever seen, and I can imagine is they get people through rides. They have a theoretical limit on every ride of how many people it can take. And I'm mm-hmm. sure Disney gets close. Yeah. Because, you know, Dollywood does. There's some of those rides that just take forever to load. Yeah. And Disney just pumps it through. That's that's actually a really good point. They they are very efficient at ride loading and unloading. You, 
you rarely ever like get to the point where you are close to the ride and you're like, what is going on? Like, why is this taking so long? Mm-hmm. I've actually noticed that in other parks where I, I just don't understand why it takes so long to load the ride and get mm-hmm. it moving. Very inefficient. Like watching Everest, it takes about a minute. Oh yeah. Per row, and you're like, wow, this is moving. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it. They've got it down to a science for sure. Yeah. And when you when you start taking pictures of things and you want to get it, you want to get the picture. And you start waiting to see how long it'll take things like lightning rod to come around. <laughs> like, come on, I want to go. I want to use something else. <laughs> okay, five minutes later, <laughs> the next round. Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. I agree. Well, I think we've done it. I think this has been a good show. Okay, it's been Val? a lot of fun to talk to you. Oh, I'm, I've had a great time talking to you both, Val, Val and Lewis. Thanks so much for being part of the Passholder Lounge tonight. Before we wrap up, is there anything you'd like to tell people about on uh, on your channels? No. <laughs> <laughs> Are you I sure? Need, here's what I need. I need enough people to subscribe to my dang YouTube channel. <laughs> so I can say, go to YouTube slash <laughs> Not okay. go to YouTube slash YG7025. <laughs> okay. So people go out. Figments in time is the YouTube channel. Please subscribe. I'm sure there's going to be thousands of subscriptions that are going to pour in from the listeners Woo-hoo. of this of today's episode uh, go do it and and make sure they get there well at least let people know where they can find you on twitter how about yes. that so at disney at disney pick a day is my twitter handle at disney pick a day is my um, instagram handle there you go and there's a link tree up in in at least the twitter one that'll take you and show you all the insane amounts of things i'm trying to accomplish <laughs> very good yes and I'm I'm Val Palmicky on Twitter, and so who needs um, to tweet more? Who needs to tweet more? Yes, we we have had the last last year. Life has every time I've started to really tweet and do things, life has sort of interrupted me. Um, but I really, especially, I will tweet. We'll, we'll be going to the parks, and I try to 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 really do a lot when we're at the parks and and when we're there. But I'm. I'm committed to trying to do better. I really am. But Val Palmicki is, is my Twitter. She's a perfectionist. She has to get it right. <laughs> she will take 20 minutes to write a tweet. I don't blame you. I'll take 20 seconds. That's why <laughs> he has so many typos. That's <laughs> more typos characters. <laughs> that's okay. If people understand the message, that's all that matters. It's so uh, bad, too, because I, I, I do subscribe to myself on my other... <laughs> channel so i can see alerts when something happens and i'm always seeing someone like this it says you like the osmorn's family life (laughs) (laughs) no it's supposed to be spectacular oh man somebody liked it so i can't delete it now too fast you're too fast lewis slow it down just do it proofreading edit button they'll never do it and i'll (laughs) tell you why they won't no, they won't. And it's because let's say you typed something like that people, a lot of people thought was like interesting and nice. And then you went back and edited it and changed it to something really rude. Right. And then Come on, all they these... can tell you can write a little <laughs> bit of AI that says you just changed the typo or maybe or... not. Let me enter a typo. <laughs> <laughs> well, my thing has been, here's the compromise Twitter. If you're listening and I'm sure you are. 
Oh, yeah. If you if you give us an edit button, just erase all the likes and retweets. So then it's like a brand new tweet. Right. That makes sense. That would be a good well, solution, I have that I think. Delete. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's true. But like, yeah. I don't know. If, if you caught it quick enough, I guess is what I'm right. saying. Like you could, right. you know, then you, cause sometimes you're like, oh, that took so long for me to come up with the perfect wording and add the picture and whatever else you've done, you know, just let, right. let us edit it. It's fine. Yeah. I get it. But you're right, Lewis, just delete it and fix yeah. it. If it's that. Yeah, you, well, autocorrect gets me more than anything else when I try to hurry. And that's why I'm so obsessed with it. Cause I, because I'll type in something and autocorrect will change something and I won't notice it till after I've hit send. And I'm like, Oh, how did yeah. I do that? Yep. Uh, so, yeah. So I do take a, lo- a long time, but, but <laughs> we have had, we, we've had a lot of, of life emergencies the last year. So it's, it's been a little bit harder for me, um, yep. but we're good. We're getting, we're getting there. Well, it's good to hear that things are improving. I hope they continue to improve. And I can't wait to see you all again when you're in town. Um, it's kind of crazy to think in just a couple of weeks from the time we're recording this that you're going to be going to a Halloween event. But, you know, yeah. this is the world we live in now. <laughs> Halloween is I, taking over. I, I am grateful because we, we had to move up the our trip for several different reasons. His job, my mom's going to have to have surgery. And so we were trying to still fit the trip in. And not so scary is just my favorite thing in the world. I love Mickey's not so scary Halloween party. And so um, even though it's going to be weird to do it in August, and I know that it's still a treat for me to be able to experience it because I wouldn't be able to otherwise. So we've we've done it in August before and it is very strange. (laughs) September is good. Mid October is great. Halloween night was not a nightmare. It doesn't feel Halloween. But we did it. We did it, though. So we can say we did it. But yeah. yeah. It's it's like a Halloween adjacent because, because they started in August. Yeah. It feels like a Halloween adjacent kind of spooky thing. And so it feels good in the middle of October and theoretically fall. I mean, it's going to be weird to see fall decorations up in yeah, a couple of that's, weeks, right? Yeah. That is going to be on. <laughs> Before Labor Day. <laughs> When it's like, still 102, on. what, 102 degrees outside? Oh, yeah. 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 It's scorching down here. It's been a hot one this summer, but um, but I know you're going to have a good time. And, yeah, we're excited. And, and th- thank you so much again. It's been such a blast talking to you all. I, I mean, we'll have to do this again in the near future if you all are willing to do that. Always. Let all me check right. my calendar. Talk to you anytime. Yes. Well, anytime. <laughs> I appreciate that as well. Thank you all so much, and and uh, you know if you want to hear Lewis and Val, make sure you follow them on the on the Twitters and check out their Instagrams, their YouTubes, all of those things. And until then, we'll talk to you next time. This is the last call for alcohol this evening. Lewis and Val bringing the goods two weeks in a row. Can you believe it? I can, because they're amazing people. I hope that you follow them on all their socials, get connected with them on Instagram, YouTube, wherever it is, and you're going to get some good content, Dollywood, Disney, and beyond. And I want to thank you all for joining me. Thanks for listening to the show. You are all loungers in my heart. You're lounging on my heart. Oh, isn't that sweet? I just came up with it, and I think it's very sweet. You all are lounging on my heart. I love you all. We're going a little fast. Let's slow it down. Um, I'm in like with all of you, but I really do appreciate you being here. Once again, 
Follow me on Twitter at the PHL Pod. That's at the PHL Pod. You could email me, passholderloungepod at gmail.com. Give me those ratings and reviews on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you can rate and review the show. Do it. Tell people about it. Bring more of your friends and family into the Passholder Lounge. I'd love to have them. And I want to soar up the charts. And I want this group to grow and expand and continue to be the best darn podcast family in the biz. That is the hashtag Monorail fam forever. Hashtag Passholder Loungers. You're lounging on my heart. I hope you all have a wonderful weekend. I hope you have had a wonderful September so far, and I hope that continues. Please come back next week. Cheers to you. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. This is the last call for alcohol. Get going. Drink up, drink up, drink up, then order again. We love Justin. We do. Justin's great. Give us the chocolate cake.